Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Thank you, Lord, that your presence is in here with us tonight. We're not waiting on it. We're not hoping it shows up. We're not hoping you show up, Lord. Lord, you said where two or more are gathered, that you're right there in the middle of what we're doing tonight. So I thank you, Lord, that your presence is the most important part here. The fact that you're here with us, that's that's the best part. I thank you, Lord, for speaking to us tonight, encouraging us tonight, correcting us tonight. Whatever we need for our life, I believe we will hear something that will help us change and grow and move and move forward in life. We're excited to be here tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. So tonight, I'm going to speak, but before we do that, we've got something we've been rocking with for a minute now called Five Minutes of Fire. Have you enjoyed it? Five Minutes of Fire is where we pick someone and say, what is God speaking to you about? And... If they say yes, which we hope you say yes, then you get to get up here in front of your peers and you get to preach to us. You know, sometimes we think, oh, oh, this person's got a microphone or this person's got a microphone, but I got a word to share. Well, now's your time. So whatever God has been dealing with you about, that's what we want you to get up to speak on. And the person that is speaking tonight is Roman. Jump up here. Let's go. God bless. How's everybody doing? Tonight I'm going to be talking about just choosing the right friends and who you hang out with. So my first verse is Proverbs 27, 17. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. So my first point of the night is you need to find friends that don't push you to do repeating habits. Find friends that challenge us and encourage our personal growth and our faith in what we need. God wants us to surround ourselves with positive influences that help us grow and become our best selves. God doesn't want us around people who push us to do the bad things. He wants us to do the things according to his plan. And my next verse is Proverbs 22, 24 through 25. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. So my second point of the night is let God speak to you about the friends you have. Don't avoid God speaking to you when it comes to friends. It may be uncomfortable, and let's be honest, you don't really want to face the truth. You like being comfortable, but listen, God has the best plan for you. And then my next verse is Proverbs 12, 12, 26. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. My next point of the night is look at the friend's... Look at the friends who bring you wisdom instead of foolishness. Don't go hang out with people who push you away from God. Be with the people who push you to God and support your faith. Go be with the friends that share their faith with you and don't let you hear what you want to hear but tell you what you need to hear. You have to lean on the people who are faithful and honest with you, the people who God would want you to be around. And my last point is ask yourself if you made the adjustment to find the right friends. In Proverbs, I have Proverbs 13:20. Walk with the wise and become wise, associate with fools and get in trouble. I like this verse because it's pretty much just saying whoever you hang around is who you will become. Let yourself get uncomfortable for the right people who sharpen you to do better. God wants us to have the right mindset and take sin out of our life. Think to yourself, maybe the reason you still have sin in your life is because of the friends you're choosing. Get around your... (laughs) 
get around your church community, your life group, people who are faithful. Choose the friends God wants you to have because his plan is the best plan for you. Wow. Wow. Threw some heaters in there at the end, brother. Hey, come on. Awesome. Hey, I swear, every time that one of you all get up here and do that, I'm just impressed. I'm impressed. I love it. Roman, thank you for sharing. This is the part now where we choose someone else. Ah, oh, everybody's shaking in their boots. Oh, is he going to choose me? Yes, I will. Okay, so this person that I think I'm going to choose, if you took everybody in here and combined all the muscles in their body into one body, then this person would still have more muscles than all the people in this room. If you're thinking it's me, you're wrong. Um, so Sam, would you do? Would you do our five minutes of fire this next time? I do. Yes. He said I do. He said I do. Let's go. Come on. Awesome. Even though Sam's strong, he's like the gentle giant. He's, he's a little quiet, and um, I think that we better be ready for him. Did you like that analogy? I mean, dissect all the muscles in here. He's still got more. I always tell him it looks like just like two giant hunks of meat sitting up on his shoulder. Like, what is that, brother? He's like, oh, I hit shoulders today for like 100 hours. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> All right. All right. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Calm down, especially in the front row. Okay, hey, uh, so we just got done with five minutes of fire. Uh, I might do like 10 or 15 minutes of fire tonight. I'm usually like a 30-minute kind of person, but um, I want to talk to you on something that's not, it's not going to take a real long time. But it's a topic that I feel like um, I'm living in it currently. Just, I'm, I'm like Pastor Jordan when he says he preaches about what God's dealing with him about. That's my, he's my, Pastor Jordan's been my example, and that's just how I do. So I want to talk to you tonight about what to do in uncertain times. I have a second title, and it could be called Living Life in Limbo. You know what limbo means? Like, something's supposed to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. Conversation's supposed to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm believing God for this thing, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Living life in limbo. Can anybody be honest and say right now, maybe life feels like limbo? A little bit. Okay. So normally, I warm, I warm it up a little bit. I, I present the topic, and I, and I kind of wiggle my way into my point number one. I'm giving you point number one right off the bat, and I only got one point. I know they say in, in, in public speaking, you should have at least three points. Sorry, public speaking, I got one point. Um, so what to do in uncertain times and, and living life in limbo? You want to know what you need to do? You need to trust God. <laughs> That's it? Yes, that is it. You need to trust God. When life isn't maybe, maybe God, why hasn't this happened yet? What's going on? It seems a little slow right now. God, I asked you about that thing, but what, I haven't, you need, and I need, to trust God. The founding pastor of this church, Dr. Michael Jacobs, we call him Dad Jacobs around here. He was in a hotel room one time when he got word that um, his spiritual father, Dr. Frayne, had passed away. And he went into the bathroom 
And he wasn't for sure, like, you know, he's like, man, what did I hear? Like, his, his daughter had called and said that this, is, this had happened, and he looked in the, <clears throat> in the mirror, and he just said, like, you know, what am I going to do? And he just looked back at himself and said, you're going to trust God. And I've never forgot that. Because you and I are limited in our understanding and our wisdom. God isn't. So when we don't know how to figure something out, my only advice <laughs> to you tonight is to trust God. I don't got anything else for you. <laughs> like, I'm not done yet, but I'm just saying, like, I don't have... Everybody's like, oh, cool, we can go play basketball now. No, no, hold on. <laughs> but trust God. Not on your skills. Not on your good looks. Everybody, are you pointing to me? <laughs> I was pointing at Cooper. Um, <laughs> we need to trust God. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5, 7 out of the Passion. It says, for we live by faith, not by what we see with our eyes. Faith and trusting God, what's the difference? Faith and trusting God, faith, trust, that's, that's how I would define faith. For we live by faith and not by what we see with our own eyes. I know some of you came tonight from a chaotic household and you feel like you're in limbo. Well, Amzie, I come to church, you know, I come to Quarry and Sunday church and I, you know, I put a really good face on. I know. I know, a lot, I know a lot of you do. And you're not wrong for that. You're not wrong for that. But you feel like you're in limbo. You're like, hey, you know, everybody at church thinks mom and dad got it together. Or they think, you know, just because maybe we got a little bit of money, everything's perfect. You feel like maybe you're in limbo. You know, for we live by faith and not by what we see with our own eyes, but you might come from a chaotic household or, or those cutting words that someone said to you and they still haven't said, I'm sorry. And they still haven't said, will you forgive me? You feel like you're living at uncertain times. You feel like you're living in limbo. But faith or trust is looking past your senses to say, God, I trust you. And I trust that you know what's happening. Let me ask you, how, what do you do I know what I do, but what do you do when you are in limbo or when you're living in maybe some uncertain times? So I don't like, I don't like limbo. I don't like, I don't like to be the time where it's like, I'm just waiting on that thing to happen. I don't, I don't really like that. <laughs> um, I, I need, I need to grow in that. I need to, to do better at that. But you want to know my pet peeve? When there's a conversation that needs to happen, oh, oh, and they don't want to have it with you. Or <laughs> maybe you know that Pap and Sam are beefing. Beefing. I mean, you're a giant beef right now, but just beefing. And I know about and Roman knows about it. He's like, I just wish they would talk it out. And they won't. Mm, limbo. Conversation needs to be had, but they don't want to do it. <laughs> that, just, that just burns me up. Who likes knowing that there's a, situ a, a, a problem and you don't deal with it? I don't like the way it makes me feel. Okay, well, good. I mean, I'm in good company tonight. No one's saying like, no, nah, dude, let's just let it, let's just let it air out for a little while. <laughs> no, that's, that's like my, my least favorite thing in life. 
Um, and that's why my wife and I have a great marriage because when something happens, we talk about it as soon as it happens. We don't let no time. We don't sweep it under the rug and say, we'll deal with that later. No. And I've, I have seen in my life that that has given me great friendships, a good relationship with God, and a great relationship with my spouse. Because I don't like limbo. <laughs> but what do you do? How do you respond? How do you react? What's your attitude like when you're in limbo? Probably some of you get frustrated, right? Some of you might fall to unhealthy habits. And I'm not talking about the who, the dirty, dark stuff. I mean, it could be, but I'm just saying some people fall to unhealthy, unhealthy habits. You might play Monopoly Go for, I don't know, like six hours a day. Everyone's like, dude, I'm level 2,000 right now, bro. I just destroyed his board earlier. Okay, some people know what I'm talking about. Everybody's like, Monopoly Go, what's that? Is that a game you played when you were a kid 20 years ago, 50 years ago? Um. <laughs> what do you do when you're in limbo? You scroll, and then you scroll, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I got to go do that thing, and then you scroll, and we waste time, so much time. And then a lot of times in limbo or, or when you're living in some, what seems like uncertain times for you, you say, where are you, God? Anybody, anybody ever done that before? I have. God, I thought you, I thought you said, hmm. Let's look at this Proverbs 13, 12 out of the Passion. I'm sorry I'm so tall that I'm blocking the screen, but, you know, well, you should have these verses memorized anyways. No, I'm kidding. Um, when hope's dream seems to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing. I've, I've felt that before. Maybe sometimes you might feel think like, man, what's wrong with me right now? Why do I feel this way? Like, I don't feel like really full of joy in it. But if you were to survey your life a little bit, maybe there's some things dragging on in your life right now. But let's look at this. But when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. Let me tell you this. If you're believing God for something, if you're waiting on God for something that he didn't tell you to wait on him for, or he didn't say, believe me for this, I mean... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you might be waiting for a bit. Or it will come to pass by the sweat of your own brow. Which that's not how we want the things to come to pass in our life that we're believing God for. We want it to be light and easy. There might be some work involved, but, but I have felt that way before in my life. Hope's uh, dream seems to drag on and on. The delay can be depressing. And even recently, I've kind of felt that a little bit. Um, we're moving soon, and I think we're closing on our house this weekend. Um, been waiting on that. It's been like a year and a half process that we've been looking, and I can say that all of a sudden it felt like it snuck up on me. Like, man, why do I just feel like, why do I almost feel like even just distant from God? Like, God, I'm close to you. I've talked to you all day today. I had worship on. I read my Bible this morning. But that scripture right there, when hope's dream seems to drag on and on, that the thing is, like, it's not God just sitting there dragging on, like, well, he's going, I'm going to teach him something. But if you've noticed, and I've noticed, the times when there was a time of waiting, when I look back on it, I learned a lot in that season, guys. And if you're patient, and if you're faithful in that season, what you learned here will set you up for the next one. If you get in a, in a, in a rush and you try to rush God, what you were supposed to learn here, there's going to become a situation to come, that comes along in that next season that you might not be able to handle because God was trying to show you something back here. Let's not get ahead of God's plan. But if you're chasing after something, though, that God said, 
believed me for, trusted me for. Then it says in that scripture, it says, but when at last your dreams come true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. That's what I'm believing for. Maybe we're in limbo, and limbo doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's about your perspective, how you're going to react, how, what's your attitude with other people, what's your attitude with God during that time. That's up to you. You control you. You know that, right? You can't say, well, somebody made me do it. No, they didn't. <laughs> you made you do it. <laughs> but... That's just something I want to get over to you tonight. If you feel like you're in a season where you're where you're you're waiting, my best advice to you is just one, trust God, and two, remain faithful. Remain faithful. What do you know to do that's right and good? Do that. But AMC doesn't. I don't really feel anything from it. We just read before we walk by faith and not by sight. We don't live by the senses. Pastor Jordan said, well, he quoted another preacher. I can't remember who it was. Maybe Brother Hagin. He said, uh, uh, we don't live by our feelings, but when the good ones come, I don't run them off. You know, you know that's just a bonus when they, when they come along. But some of you do feel like you're in a season where you're just waiting. This is just my waiting season. This is where the Lord has me. <laughs> I just encourage you to remain faithful in that time. Don't fall to those unhealthy habits, those bad habits. Like, well, I don't really see anything happening. I'll just go over here. You know, I might not look at a lot of pornography. I might just take a glance. You know, I don't really feel anything right now. I kind of want to feel something. Or, you know, that, that friend group that Roman was talking about, like I might just go hang out with them because, you know, at least I might feel something. Remain faithful when you feel like you're in limbo or when you're living in uncertain times. Because last time I checked, the last time I read my Bible, it said a faithful man or woman shall abound with the blessing. Anybody want to be blessed? I do. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> but remain faithful in that time. Let's look at Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 out of the Amplified. It says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. That's me, and I think that might be everyone in here. <laughs> in all your ways, know and acknowledge him and recognize him, and he will make your paths straight and smooth. Listen to this, though. Listen to this. I read this, and I was like, hold on. Let me go back real quick. It says removing obstacles that block your way. You think right now, God, what's this limbo about? Why am I living in uncertain times? And he said, just wait patient. I'm taking care of that roadblock that's up there right now. That thing that if, if I just said, all right, go ahead, and you, bam, you hit it. God's taking care of the obstacles that are out in front of us right now. On the things that we're believing him for, the things that he said that we could have, or the things that we could do, the promises he has for us, we're, we see, feel like we're waiting on them. It says here, and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. So you think you're just waiting. You're thinking, God, where are you? He says, I'm, I'm, I'm working on this thing for you, and I'm taking care of it for you. But it says here, it says, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. You know what my, under, my own insight understanding says? I'm ready now, God. <laughs> I'm ready now. Like, let's go. Send me. I'm ready to go. Like, I want this thing. I want that thing. I'm ready to do this. That's what my own in, insight and understanding says. My understanding says, Lord, I can handle it. <laughs> you ever, like, for, for you that drive, you know, you're, like, on the highway, and you're like, man, why is this car going 55? At least do 60. 
and you keep looking around them and looking around them and you think the path is, is straight and clear and then you take off all of a sudden, like, where did this car come from? Let me just get right back over real quick. That's what God's trying to protect us from. He's trying to protect from those obstacles that are going to trip you up. But I'm going to let you know, though, that this time in limbo, God, none of this has caught God off guard. And you might feel like you're alone. No one else knows what I'm going through. But that's not true. A lot of people might feel like they're in that season right now. And just because you're in that season, again, God has not forgot about you. You're not left out. You're not without purpose. You're not without a plan. Let me read this to encourage you. You've heard it before, but I feel like it's fitting. Jeremiah 29, 11. You said, oh, that's my mom's refrigerator. Have you ever read it? It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. A future and a hope. A lot of times, in uncertain times, we feel like, man, what's the point? Like, what's, like, what's up with this? But he just said right here, plans to give you a future and a hope. Peace, well-being. It's God's timing that's perfect, though. When you feel like you're in limbo and you're ready to speed things up and to move them along quickly. My only point tonight was trust in God. Trust in him and trust in his timing. His ways are higher. His ways are better. His plans are better. Trust in him. Don't be so quick to move on. I know it's everybody says, we live in the microwave generation. We do. And, you know, we, we throw a fit if McDonald's takes longer than, like, 30 seconds to get our food. I have. I ain't going to say anything to them at the window because that's just rude. Because, I, you know, I've, I've done food service before, so please treat those people kindly. <laughs> but we live in a generation we want things now. We want access to everything on our phone right now. Learn to trust God's plan because he's not in a hurry. Learn to trust him. And one thing I've also noticed is I've rarely ever seen an overnight wander. Rarely. And when you do see, oh, where'd they, they just popped up out of nowhere. A lot of times those people have been waiting. And you didn't see how they were living. You know who Christine Kane is? She's a, uh, an amazing woman of God, great preacher. I've, I've listened to so many messages by her. She's awesome. She said she didn't get found, I guess you could say, until the, she was in her like early 40s, I think that's around that time. She was a little bit older, a little bit older in life. I'm 34, that's young. Um, but you know, like the, the hot shots of the preaching world, they're like, oh, coming up, they're age 28, everybody knows who they are. Well, everybody's like, oh my gosh, Christine Kane, where have you been? <laughs> and she's like, I've been in my local church, serving faithfully, knowing, probably knowing that God has said, hey, I got something a little bit bigger for you. She's been on platforms that are just absolutely massive. Thousands and thousands of people in all, all the conferences that you've heard of. But there was a, a preparation time. There was a time of limbo where she probably wasn't like, man, I'm just ready to be over this. But she's probably, thinking, you know, God, I know you have more for me. But I'm going to remain faithful in this time. And everybody said, where did, where did she come from? She just popped up overnight. She's just like, no, I've been faithfully serving in my local church and serving God and having a relationship with him all this time. So... The whole overnight wonders thing, I, I, I've rarely, I feel like I've rarely seen it. And the times I have seen it, those people don't last very long. Because I notice God doesn't work fast, 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 fast like that all the time. I've seen people be delivered in an instant or healed in an instant, and I've seen other people have to walk that out for a little bit and wrap their faith around, all right, God, what are you trying to say to me? What's this healing thing about? What's this deliverance thing about? I've seen both. 
But I want to close with these two verses. And I sent these to Emily a little bit late, and I, I apologize. It says, uh, 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 it's Isaiah 40, 31 of the Amplified. It says, but those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to, close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Let's look at it out of the, out of the New Living Translation. It says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Remember our point number one, trust God. It says, for those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. The only thing I came to tell you tonight is when life feels like it's in limbo, someone started to say it. They said, shh, just. But when life feels a little bit uncertain, and I, I have even felt that just even recently, like, all right, when's this going to happen? Uh, and then I start saying, God, did I, did I hear you right? But then I know I did because I have peace about it. So the only thing I got to tell you tonight is to trust God. That's it. What else are we going to do? Where else are we going to go? I've tried doing it in my own strength. And guess what happened? I got super tired. <laughs> I got worn out. I got sick. I got a migraine. I've tried doing that <laughs> a million times. It's where I just said, all right, God, I hear you. I'll trust you. I'll rely on you. But your, your best life, though, is on the other side of trusting God. It is. It, it, it's right there. Like, life can be great right now, but trust God. Trust God that he sees you in this, in this waiting time, in this time that might feel like limbo. Did I use that word a lot tonight, limbo? Everybody's like, what's limbo? You ever, you ever done the limbo? Okay. Um, but trust God. Cooper, you going to trust God? All right. Clayton, you going to trust God? Al, you going to trust him about that rotator cuff? Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Sam, you going to trust him that he's going to speak to you to, to speak to us next week? All right. All right. <laughs> hey, that's all I have for tonight. Simple. Trust God. Are you going to do it? Tegan, you going to do it? Keegan, trust God? All right. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm going to close in prayer, and then we got a couple things we're going to do after that. But. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media. 